Right now, we bring in to the program Martin Morazic, a professor at the University of Alberta's School and Clinical Child Psychology program. Martin, thanks for joining me today. I guess we'll just start with your initial thoughts when you hear of a tragedy of this fashion. Yeah, I mean, the first thoughts and feelings are just uh, obviously the uh, how, how the family is doing and everybody that's affected by that. Uh, you know, that's, that, of course, is just our hearts go out to them. And then secondly, just, just how the community is doing, because it's a shock. I mean, you heard the mayor say that I was just there. I think they were just in disbelief. So there's just so many emotions, so many thoughts that are going on right now and our thoughts and prayers for, for everybody in that community and the family. Martin, my initial thoughts this morning when we were having our meeting to cover this tragedy was immediately, are these school-aged children um, that perished, uh, all three of them, and, and if they have, you know, friends to tell this. And and then I thought whether they are or not, and we don't have confirmation on that yet. I just thought, how do we tell our own kids about this, let alone the the parents in the town of Carmen? Um, What are your thoughts on that and how you approach such an incident like this with with children and, and what you have to tell them or explain to them? Yeah, well, I, I, it's an important conversation, and I, I'm glad that, you know, you're doing this. And, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to process this, but I, I uh, tend to categorize it uh, uh, with the A, B, C, and Ds. And the A is just the acknowledgement. And so when you're talking to your, your kids and to your family, I, I think it, it does require just uh, acknowledging that it's worthy of a conversation because we don't know what our kids are thinking and they're curious uh, and yet at the same time, uh, they may be dealing with something. And, and so just acknowledging uh, the event and acknowledging that it's worthy of a conversation and that it's important uh, to talk about that. And then the, the being part is, is just as parents, uh, just being genuine uh, as you're communicating with them. Uh, you know, being genuine just means that, you know, being, you know, sensitive to your own feelings and expressing that to them and saying, you know, that, you know, are you feeling upset or I'm, I'm feeling just a, a little uh, distraught or I'm feeling, you know, a little angry at the situation. Uh, kids can really pick up on how, how parents are feeling and they, they kind of want to know that and parents, we can model kind of just, just being genuine with our emotions and just being able to express that. And then uh, I think another important part, the C part. Uh, is just really clarifying that people process uh, situations like this very differently. And some people will be very quiet, and sometimes kids may not say anything, or in other cases they they could say, uh, you know, they may be very emotional, or they may be upset, or they may be angry uh, sometimes. Uh, And I just think understanding and commuting the fact that that people will grieve these things very differently. And just because somebody's not showing outward signs uh, of being emotionally distressed doesn't mean that they're not processing it. It doesn't mean that that they may not really care. But again, it's just their unique way of, 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 of clarifying that. And just really reassuring people that they, they will, you know, ex- uh, experience things quite differently. And the main thing is just to kind of keep those conversations going. And, and then I think uh, another thing that, that can be helpful is just the doing part, uh, the D part, which is, uh, you know, as, as, as you have those conversations, sometimes people uh, as groups, feel like they want to do something constructive, whether that's having a vigil, just lighting a candle and just reflecting and maybe saying a prayer for the family, or in some cases they want to take more active strategies, uh, such as, you know, visiting people or donating to a cause or, or just, you know, taking action and, and using the empathy that they're, that they're feeling and experiencing and, and using and channeling it. And I think parents, uh, when you have those conversations with your kids, uh, it can be very helpful because often they, they want to do something, they want to write a note, they want to do something that, that expresses their, you know, their empathy here. So, like I say, there's a lot of different ways to process that, but uh, some of those, those principles can be helpful.
How much detail do you share, Martin? And and I bring that up because there's car accidents, there's disease, and then uh, we don't have all the facts here. Here, but whatever the situation is in this involvement, um, it, how how much detail do you share with children? Uh, yeah, and 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 that's that's always uh, you know that that judgment that a parent uh, uh, needs to have. But I, I would say that that being honest that that it was not a, a happy situation. I, I think you can refrain from going from from the details, right? The details that you know when we hear how people may have may have passed away, that can be you know quite upsetting. But knowing that something not very pleasant happened, and just kind of focusing that that something happened here that's not pleasant, as opposed to going into the situational details. Uh, again, uh, you know, sometimes kids will ask that because they're curious, right? And I think that's where it's okay to let them know that there are some things and some details that are not that pleasant. But I think just mostly acknowledging that it is not a, it, it's a very, uh, you know, sad occasion and an unfortunate situation and more focusing on the people and the emotional response than on what happened is generally what we'd recommend. Does it change for me explaining it to my kids compared to somebody in Carmen explaining it to their kids who knew the other children who perished? It does, right? Because there's often that personal connection. And that's why I, I think just the increased sensitivity of of allowing people to express their grief about what they're feeling. So again, if this is a friend of uh, of uh, your child, right, they, they probably want to do something. They probably want to, uh, you know, uh, take action of some kind, whether it's, again, uh, you know, some of the things we mentioned about a vigil or, or donating or supporting the family, sending flowers, something like that. Um, but definitely, I think, open up that, that opportunity for action, because when we see people grieving, when we see people that are hurting, uh, most of us feel that empathy that wants us to do something. And we saw a beautiful expression of that uh, back in the Humboldt tragedy uh, some years ago, where people put hockey sticks up everywhere. And that was very symbolic. And I think that the kids, for, for them, they feel like they're at least doing something, uh, you know, to, to address the, you know, the really sad situation. I debated whether telling my 11-year-old last night, but I thought, well, if he hears it at school tomorrow, I'd rather. So he's watching the Super Bowl, and I, I you know, say to him, and his natural reaction is, is that's awful, you know, right? I, and and I got the feeling that he felt like he had to say something. Um, so I don't know if it already went through. My question is, is uh, I, I think it's real important. I can't wait to get home and say, how are you feeling about what? We, we heard yesterday in our province, how important is a follow-up and not just the next day, the next week? How often do you follow up when, when a tragedy like this happens with your kids? Yeah, I, I think that, you know, in the first few days, just a, just a simple check-in is, is just a good idea. Just giving them a hug and just saying, hey, how you're doing? I think one thing that, that you know, we do want to understand is that, is that people will process these things very differently. And some people need to talk about it more. And so your invitation just to say, hey, you know, how you doing is that invitation to have that conversation. Uh, you know, we've learned, especially after 9-11, um, that not everybody uh, necessarily needs to have a lot of support because some people just don't process things uh, in a deep and emotional way, uh, but other people will. So I think that, you know, your, your strategy of just kind of a few, the first few days, just checking in. And, and, and letting them know there's an openness for conversation is really important because, you know, sometimes it takes a few days, you know, for them or they hear new information or they hear, hear new details and then, and then it may hit them harder. 
So, uh, you know, that idea of just that, that regular check-in in the first few days is great. And then I, I think that opens up the, the pathway for conversation. So down the road, uh, next week, they may say, hey, you know, can we just talk about this a little bit more? Uh, that's great, right? It really opens up those lines of communications with your kids. And I really appreciate that. And, I, and you've touched on that twice, and that's what stands out for me. I really appreciate you joining me and sharing your insight today, Martin, too, especially for our listeners throughout the province um, because this is a, a, a horrific story to talk about for sure. Um, but what you said is everybody's different. It's Could there also be a fine line to not bring it up too much with kids? Yeah, yeah, there certainly is. Um, um, you know, what we learned uh, again in 9-11 is, is that they sat down and they would put groups and, and they would talk about things in details. And that, that actually kind of traumatized some people uh, by going into too much detail. So that's why I think that acknowledgement piece just letting them know how you're doing, modeling the emotions. And sometimes that might mean a few days later saying, well, I'm struggling with this. How are you doing? But it really opens up that conversation. Uh, but you are right, is that we don't want to force those conversations. We want to invite them, but not force them. Yeah, and you started this, Martin, by saying thanking me for having the conversation. I, I really want to thank you. This is a tough situation. I know you're not in the province, but I think what you shared, your knowledge and your insight will really help a lot of people throughout the next couple of days um, so thank you for that. Well, you're very welcome. And again, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers. And I appreciate this conversation because it is great. And it's an important conversation that I think uh, we hope will bring healing. Martin, uh, really appreciate your time and insight. All the best. Have a great day. Bye-bye.